Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Handcammer School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Thank you to all those sponsors. The list keeps growing. We love our sponsors, our partners at uh, ESPN Central Texas. means the world to us. And um, just got word that uh, someone else is joining us very soon. And uh, also, uh, we're going to get to talk to the dean of the business school. Now, Aaron, did you not feel smarter when the dean jumped on with us the other morning before that Texas game and you know, he came from Wake Forest. He's one of the world's leading economists. Uh, Aaron, do you feel like maybe he could put us on the, the path to financial freedom if we could just spend a little time with the Dean, dean Mazumder of, uh, of the Handcammer School of Business? I think so. Yeah. And Aaron, hi, by the way. How hey, are you? Doing great. Doing great. Off to a glorious start. Is that right? I mean, are you being are you being <laughs> no, facetious? No, I'm being serious. Did no. everything go okay? They went great, John, yeah. Was John in one of those moods? Have you ever seen John in a mood? I have not. I like not. to see that sometime. John just in a foul mood. John is just always upset. in a good mood and, uh, and upbeat and positive. It's amazing. you got to watch people like that. Somewhere, <laughs> somehow, they get, they get angry or get mad. Somebody's seen it. But, uh, uh, you know, his family's so nice, though. Uh, his wife's great. His kids, MJ, the rest of them, I mean, they're all nice. My gosh, this family. I mean, there, there, may, there may not be a dark side to the Morris family. I, we may have to say that. Mostly family has a dark side. No, I'm kidding. Just me. The rest of my family's unbelievable. It's just me that's a little dark. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas, and a lot to uh, get through today, a lot to talk about. And at 420 today, one of my old cohorts from my time at ESPN.com, Kevin Siebert, who covers uh, the NFL and has covered, used to cover Packers and the Vikings and that whole division for a lot of years now. He's a national columnist, but he's been writing some interesting things on this whole Aaron Rodgers situation. So my old pal, Siebert, um, who uh, used to kind of watch me. Aaron, I know this will shock you, but I used to show up in Bristol at some of those summits, and I would challenge leadership from time to time. And sometimes it got very public. Uh, sometimes right in front of the whole crew, I'd get into it, and that's maybe the reason I'm no longer uh, at Bristol. But uh, Kevin was witness to all of that, so he was with me in those early days, and we've had some great times. So he's going to join us at 4.20, and then 5 o'clock, We've got uh, the esteemed John Werner, the Baylor beat man for the Waco trip. He's been doing it for a lot of years. He knows where all the, well, I'm never careful saying that. He, he, he knows a lot of secrets, and uh, John can uh, John can share some of those with us. We're going we're gonna to do a little investigation into this Baylor team as they head into TCU. 
but uh, John is one of my favorites. And in fact, um, sometimes I kind of, uh, Aaron, you know, I don't think I told you this before. Sometimes I kind of almost let different friends and people, they'll text and go, hey, hey, are you having so-and-so on today? And when they do that, I'm like, well, that's a good idea. And uh, one of my buddies is always asking, when's Werner coming on? When's Werner coming on? So, you know, I, I said, let's get John on today. If you're on the uh, text line, the CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660, um, let us hear from you. It's like there's a guest. You've been, we had Grant Taff on lately. That was a great one. We have still carried on not that long ago. We've had some uh, that where are they now types that are really, really good. In fact, we'll have one lined up for tomorrow as we get ready for Baylor TCU. All right, um, Aaron, let's do the let's do the um, trivia question for uh, Schmaltz's. It is our weekly Schmaltz's trivia question, and uh, Aaron, today Thursday is it sound right to you? Yes, it does. Okay, good, good. You have confirmed that. All right, uh, let's do our Schmaltz's trivia question. Of the week, and the winner does get two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. Aaron will arrange that via text. Now, texting is going to be quicker than calling us. I mean, you can call, but Aaron seems to see the text quicker. And I've gone back and forth here on exactly what way I want to go with this question. Um, I'll tell you what we'll do. Um, we already did the alternating quarterbacks. After Walter Abercrombie graduated in, uh, and, and went on to the NFL in, after the 81 season, let's see, 80 was the season they won the Cotton Bowl. Walter came back and played in 81. Okay, Walter and Dennis Gentry then went on to the NFL. Baylor then had a next pair of, of really great running backs, who also went on to play in the NFL. All right? Give you a big hint. Give you a big hint. They both went on to play for the Minnesota Vikings. So here's the deal. 254-662-1660. First person to name both running backs, you get two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. Again, that's 254-662-1660. Now, text, if, if some of you out there that are buddies of mine have my number, that does not work. I mean, it does, but I'm saying I'm not going to let you win by texting me because that's kind of unfair. Everybody has to use the same line, 254-662-1660. The two running backs who starred for Baylor after Walter and Dennis were gone, okay? Walter and Dennis both went to the NFL after that 1981 Baylor season. And then um, a couple other running backs took over. And, and uh, I, I, let's see. Uh, let's see if there's any more hints needed. We right, have Aaron. Oh, we do have a winner. Okay. All right. Aaron, please announce. Do we have a name to announce or we just have a number that's Steve coming Steve Stone. Do we know if Steve Stone has won before? That sounds familiar to me. Is this Steve Stone who used to do Cubs games? Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's congratulate Steve Stone 
And uh, Steve is a, a valuable member of the Central Texas community. He just sounds very familiar to me. I, I feel like I've probably met Steve at some point in my lifetime. But uh, Steve is the winner. And, uh, of course, Aaron, go ahead and give the answer that Steve had. Or I can give the answer if you'd rather. Uh, it is Alan Rice and Alfred Anderson. That would be the answer to that trivia question, who both went on to play for the Vikings. And Allen used to get down there and play some short yardage quarterback. Now, Alfred um, it w- played at Richfield. Um, I guess that was, was that right before everything consolidated. Anyway, um, Sean Hunt always keeps me straight on all that. But he, he actually one year played quarterback, Alfred, and he just uh, unbelievable arm. But obviously what he was best known for his running style his rugged running style the biggest hands the biggest forearms one of the biggest men I've ever seen that played running back and still to this day when I bump into Alfred um, he is one of the most imposing humans you could ever run across so that would make him I guess Alfred would be in his maybe early 60s now late 50s early 60s and uh, what an unbelievable um player he was we had Ray Barry on recently and how cool is that Ray Barry ends up joining the Vikings and I I believe he and Alfred and Alan Rice were all on that same team from Baylor Baylor had a really good run in the late uh, 80s through the uh, 90s of NFL players and then they went through a little bit of a lull and then started getting some more NFL players especially skilled players during the uh, Browse era, and then Rule has kind of gotten it rolling again, uh, and uh, Baylor's producing NFL players again. All right, two free sandwiches. Steve Stone is our lucky winner, and uh, Steve, we're proud of you, and uh, you play, you win. Also, shout out to our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. You'll hear of other banks occasionally, uh, and, uh, we, and we appreciate There's a lot of great banks in Central Texas, but my longtime presenting sponsor, the loyal folks at Central National Bank, uh, we appreciate them so much, and uh, the Nesbitt family, as well as Brian Fonville, they do a great, great job, and, and Fonville does all our graphics for us that are really, really look good. In fact, I meant to send him this uh, Kevin Seifert. So anyway, we got Kevin Seifert coming up at 4.15. Now, um, oh, Alfred Anderson is right at 60 years old, so I was close. The great Sean Hunt checks in. By the way, UBO, another one of our great partners. The stuff they do at UBO compared to the other people who have all that. I mean, you talk about the money they can save you on sort of paper and email-based businesses. My gosh. Uh, they, in fact, they help uh, M&M Broadcasting out and have helped us immensely. All right, a little Baylor news for you. First of all, the women played, and Melissa Smith had, like, she just went nuts, like you would expect, against a really uh, overpowered team. I believe it was, like, West Texas A&M. And she scored 34. I think she was 12 of 15 from the field. Uh, Bickle played well. I was kind of watching Asbury. She had eight points. But, um, I mean, it, it's uh, Melissa's going to be – one of the greatest players in the country. And she was unstoppable in that game. Uh, did not really the, – the only thing that might be a tiny bit worrying is they were only 3 of 18 from three-point land, and that's supposed to be 
a big part of what this team does. Sarah Andrews is hopefully going to be able to help out uh, from three. Uh, Jaden is or Jade's going to help out. I'm just thinking of all the people that can shoot threes. Nalissa's been working on it to expand her game, but got to got to shoot better than that. But uh, that's what some of these exhibition games are for. And uh, we look forward to having Nikki Collin on soon. And uh, this show really loves Baylor women's basketball. All right, Aaron, another Baylor alert. Um, the uh, Big 12 Conference has announced the uh, conference portion of the 2022 spring baseball schedule. All right, and that's that uh, traditional 24-game slate. Always enjoy looking at this because I love Baylor baseball, and uh, I get very excited about uh, about watching baseball, especially college baseball. All right, Baylor opens the season by hosting TCU on that's March 18th through the 20th, uh, and then they'll travel to Oklahoma for a three-game set on March 25th through 27th. All right, the Bears, the, the first games that they play uh, against Texas, University of Texas, will be that April 22nd through the 24th. They'll go to Austin and play against Texas. Man, I hope Tom Barfield's calling some of those games. Sometimes he's been known to go down there and call some of those Longhorns games, uh, and uh, that'd be fun to hear him on Bears uh, and Longhorns. Of course, you can hear uh, Derek uh, on the calls for games throughout the uh, the season on uh, on our network, of course. Okay, so that's going to be in April, and then at the end of April, early May, Texas Tech comes into town. I love those big series against uh, potential World Series teams. So, again, they open uh, w- by hosting the Horn Frogs. And let's remember, the Horn Frogs lost that, uh, that great coach, Schlossnagel, who's been great for them for many years, and they hired his longtime, I guess it's his pitching coach, Kirk Sarlos. And, uh, and Kirk's got a great reputation in the business, uh, that'll be a big task because uh, TCU's been very, very good at baseball over the years. They hired Schlossnagel to go coach at Texas A&M. So I, I like looking over these things. Um, the uh, the Big 12 uh, championship, uh, the uh, Phillips 66, will be May 25th through Sunday, May 29th at uh, Globe Life in Arlington. Now, how cool is that? Aaron, this has been a uh, this has been something that for almost all the time I can remember has been in Bricktown and has become a, a huge part of Oklahoma City. So I think there's a little sadness that they would take something that's been a a huge part of that area, but good for them because by the way, Oklahoma is leaving town, so they don't deserve any favors. And I'm not saying this is why this happened, but uh, that'll be kind of cool to play this at uh, the all-new Globe Life Field in Arlington. And, again, that'll be May 25th through May 29th. Okay, a little baseball talk for you with the World Series just finishing. The Braves win it, and the Baylor Bears will get going with their conference schedule. And that starts in uh, kind of mid-March. All right, Matt Mosley Show. It is time to talk to ESPN.com's Kevin Seifert. 
about this Aaron Rodgers situation. That's next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a very cool night here in Central Texas. We'll see mostly clear skies, 38 degrees, the overnight low. We could see some patchy areas of frost, so kind of be on the lookout for that. Mostly sunny on Friday, 64, and looking good for Saturday. Mostly sunny, warmer than 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Bear football on ESPN Central Texas. This Saturday, the Bears travel to Fort Worth to take on the TCU Horn Frogs, and we'll be there with Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Our coverage of Baylor football begins at 10.30 Saturday morning with a look at the game, scores, interviews, and a whole lot more. So join us this Saturday morning at 10.30 for Game Day Live as the Bears take on the TCU Horn Frogs. Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas. Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Flinging the green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is the Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Beta Women's Basketball finished up their exhibition season with a win over West Texas A&M 92-37. They start their regular season Tuesday with Texas State. The Bears are picked eight in the USA Today Top 25. Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID-19 and will miss this week's game with the Chiefs. Another coach in college football has failed this season. The Akron Zips have hired head coach Tom Arth after going 2-7. The Zips have three games remaining. One game in college football tonight, Georgia State at Louisiana, kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. 
High School Football tonight. Bryan versus Harker Heights at Leo Buckley in Colleen. And the Waco Lions are in Duncanville to take on the Panthers. Pre-game at 6.30 with Tom Barfield on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling along on a Thursday, and uh, it's been one of the biggest stories, the biggest story in the NFL. And when we have a huge story, I'd like to go to uh, Kevin Seifert, my longtime colleague, uh, ESPN.com. The man knows the Packers. And, uh, Kevin, I, you have to be almost getting some flashbacks to uh, – it feel like, feels like it was like 15, 16 years ago when, uh, when Favre – there was so much huge stuff going on with Favre. It feels like with Rodgers, Favre – one of these huge stories comes along about every 15 years. <laughs> There's been a lot of smaller stories in between too. One of the uh, one of the other sides of having of covering a franchise that has had uh, two consecutive Hall of Fame quarterbacks over 30 years is that there will be a lot of attention paid to them, and uh, every every move that the Packers make uh, is a national story, and this is one of the biggest ones. All right, I, I, I like this part of your ESPN.com story. You had several subheads. My favorite one, and I, I'm sure you never thought you would have this, the, the celebrated career of Kevin Seifert. Didn't <laughs> Rogers uh, attend a Halloween party dressed as John Wick? <laughs> I gotta, well, in the... <laughs> did, did he not? Did he not? That's just... it, it, he, he, in fact, did, and uh, and the – question now is whether that's a violation of the nfl nflpa covid19 protocol something i definitely couldn't have thought i would ever write uh, even two years ago so that is uh, one of the many things the nfl i think and the packers will be looking into as to whether the aaron Rodgers uh, violated nfl rules by attending the team halloween party now how do you feel like packers fans are digesting this the, you, you know the national thought is well this guy played fast and loose with the truth, and maybe he changed the wording a little bit, and I guess you could jump through some hoops and say he didn't lie. He may have not been very upfront. Do do you yeah. think Packers fans are frustrated? Do they do they think he kind of looks like a worm here, or are they kind of we love we love Aaron no matter what? I think a long time ago they sort of accepted who he is and and who he isn't. You know, I, I went down over there uh, uh, this summer during the last few days before he decided to report to try to get an idea at the training camp, to try to get an idea of whether they've had enough of him, whether they were ready to move on. And there were definitely a lot of Packers fans who were frustrated with him in the in the offseason when he wasn't clear whether he was going to be coming back. And he was there was a lot of uh, uh, reports coming out that he wanted to move on or be traded. And. Uh, that certainly didn't sit well with Packers fans. And then he started posting on social media these sort of cryptic last dance uh, photos uh, that were sort of open to interpretation but suggested maybe that's the way he was going to tell people he was coming back after all. And uh, I think by the end of the summer they had basically thought, you know, if he goes, he goes. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. If he stays, we'll be more than happy to have a – 
reigning MVP, leading our favorite team. But whenever it happens that Aaron Rodgers plays his last game for the Packers, whether it's this year, next year, whenever, I don't think there's going to be the mourning period that there was uh, when Favre left, for example, or, you know, when Bart Starr retired or any of the other sort of famous um, Packers players. Uh, there's, I, I think there's been a lot of whiplash and a lot of these fans have been through the ringer with him, have gotten good results, but I don't think we'll, we'll mourn uh, the loss of him uh, on a personal level. Kevin Seifert, ESPN.com, joining us, uh, was part of the armada of uh, divisional bloggers that we used to have. Then it was like every team, and then Kevin, Kevin ends up being a columnist uh, and, uh, and boy, shares a lot. Uh, now, Kevin, does that even – do you occasionally take a peek at my old Dominion, the NFC East, and check on those Dallas Cowboys who you may not have realized are, have, are basically uh, the Super Bowl – like the base at the midway point, I think they base they may be declared Super Bowl champions. I mean this this yeah, team is the first rolling. Team not ha- it could be the first team that doesn't have to actually play in the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl, based <laughs> on how uh, well they've been doing. Now I, I'm still based in Minnesota, and the people here are still stunned that the oh. Cowboys came into town and beat them without Dak even uh, being in uniform. And so to lose to the Cowboys backup quarterback, I think has really uh, you know, put a cast of Paul over the entire city here, and there, uh, there's some begrudging, uh, there's some begrudging acceptance that the Cowboys might actually be a good team. But I think it was, uh, at least here in Minnesota, people are are stunned that that the Vikings have fallen to that level. I, you know, I I covered McCarthy up here when he was with, near, with the Packers for a long time. Um, yeah. I, he he wins a lot of games, and everybody is very eager to give credit elsewhere. And Green Bay was always well. You have Aaron Rodgers, and this season mm-hmm. nationally it seems well. Kellen Moore is doing great. You know, they Dan Quinn's a great new defensive coordinator, and oh yeah, McCarthy's the head coach. And so <laughs> I, you know, I'm not stunned to see that they're doing well. Uh, you know, whether it's you know you look at their roster or their coaching staff, I think it's a pretty good operation that they have going. And I don't know if I consider them in a among the top five most likely teams to win the Super Bowl, but they certainly have a very good team put together. What is – I'm glad you brought it up, McCarthy. <clears throat> In all your years of being around him, uh, what is his best trait? I mean, he sort of hadn't had enough time here to and, – and he's had too many game management kind of, you know, bumble. He just kind of has yeah. some weird blunders that happen. Now, Andy Reid used to have that, and, and obviously he kind of flipped the script and nobody brings that up anymore. Um what what was it about McCarthy that when it was humming that that you felt like it was the best trait that he brought to the table? Yeah, the year the years that they won the Super Bowl, the year they won the Super Bowl down uh you know down in Jerry World and and um where the following year they were 15 and 1. He was definitely ahead of the curve of where the West Coast offense should go schematically. I mean, he had he was he was doing stuff that not a lot of other teams were doing at the time. And if there was a criticism in Green Bay, it's that he didn't evolve enough from what he was doing, you know, 10 years prior and that and that, that had got, kind of gotten stale. But when he was at his best, he was, uh, from an on-field standpoint, he was, um, he was really ahead of the curve offensively and really giving Aaron Rodgers and the other players they had a lot to work with. Um, so that's one thing. And the other thing is, the, for me, from my perspective, is that 
you know, he's, he's very much, if you haven't, if you build like a picture cliche in your mind of what somebody from Pittsburgh is like, he really is that way. And to me, he's, he's, it makes him, his personality and his life experience makes it very easy for him to identify with players. I think, you know, I know there was some people watching hard knocks and what might question that, uh, that statement. Um, but I, I really think he, he does a good job managing personalities. Uh, as we're finding out, Aaron Rodgers is not an easy personality to, to manage, and he did that for a, at a high level for a very long time. And that in itself, I think, is a feather in his cap. But So those are the two things. You know, When he was at his best, uh, ahead of the curve offensively in, in terms mm-hmm. of scheme, and, and just has a personality that really allows him to talk straight with players uh, in a non-confrontational way. And, and I think um, – you know, he's that shows in the way his teams have played over the years. And, and interestingly, Dak is very different. I'm sure you've already gathered that than Aaron Rodgers. Most people are. Aaron just has that. Speaking of West Coast, there's just something about him, and and I don't know if it's arrogance, confidence, whatever it is. You know, he's just got that attitude. Whereas Dak is more of the blue collar workman like, and in fact that. That might have made it easier for McCarthy and and Dak to uh, to kind of hit it off. And I, I think McCarthy realized quickly, especially after he lost Dak, how important this guy yeah. was going to be to his future. Yeah, and not only as a leader, I mean, you know, uh, or a personality. I mean, he's just really good, you know. And that yeah. and that sounds you know very simple, but like you know. You you just I mean I go back to the very first time that I saw you know Dak in the preseason like you could just tell that that there was something about the way he played that he he was going to succeed and he's gotten better every season and he's now at the point where you know I don't know if the Cowboys are a f- top five Super Bowl uh, contender but you know the quarterback might be a top five quarterback in the league um, right now and that's and that's pretty incredible given that. You know, we really saw him for the first time only because of Tony Romo's injury. And so I, you know, I think McCarthy um, has been smart. You know, he, he sat out a year, you know, he had a hall of fame quarterback. He sat out a year and he managed to get a job with a team that, that has Dak Prescott, a quarterback and, and set up. And really the only question was, would they get him signed in a way that would allow him to, to be there for a long time? And now they have. So, uh, you know, McCarthy really we haven't really seen uh, uh, Mike McCarthy coach a team without a, a true franchise quarterback and 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 that's to, to his good fortune and maybe his credit as well did you ever get a peek into Mike's barn where he was doing all that analytical training he he holed up and he had quite an operation there um yeah did did you ever uh i'm trying to remember i, th- I feel like somebody might have infiltrated yeah, that thing was, and like, Rob, written a story Rob, on yeah, it Rob, yeah, Rob Demosky, I believe, uh, from our our Packers writer for ESPN did yeah. a story. I know Tom Palacero did a story. So I did not, I did not get uh, the invite to go there. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it would would have been great. You know, he, it, 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 there was definitely a little bit of reputation rehab going on. I don't know if he needed it. You know, from a from a a big picture standpoint. I mean, he had been a very successful Super Bowl winning coach for a long time, and you know, it was seemed like he was definitely going to get another another um opportunity but i think there was definitely some uh you know reputation rehab and and rebuilding and uh expansion going on in that off year and 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 that's fine and that got him a great job with a with a franchise quarterback so uh i guess it all worked out 
Yeah, it seems to be working out pretty well. The last thing I had for you, the um, uh, Jordan Love now gets uh, gets his big opportunity. This is uh, this is going to be fascinating to see what happens. Do you have any feel for um, for for kind of where he is and and, and how much uh, confidence the coaching staff? And do you think it'll be like a a full like for Cooper Rush the other night? They they kept saying, "Hey, it's going to yeah. be a full playbook." Uh, Jerry was saying, "Full playbook for him." What about Love? Because uh, obviously he's uh, he's probably a, a little bit uh, different in in his approach than Aaron. Yeah, he but he, you know he's been there since uh, the start of the Matt Lafleur era. You know they got their um, you know he well, he's been there for you know year and a half already. So he should know the he should know the scheme regardless. He was drafted one year after Lafleur was hired, but I, he knows the scheme well. Like I don't think that's the issue or that he's not physically capable of, of executing any part of the playbook like there's just never been a time from what you when you talk to people who've been at every practice and people and then you watch preseason games this, this summer there's never been a time where he really takes your breath away and tells you you know this guy's gonna be the next great quarterback in the nfl there wasn't a time in college when he was that way and there hasn't been a time in practice or preseason games either and that's not to like write him off and say he's not going to be any good but um if if you like to draw your conclusions based on you know observations in front of your eyes then the conclusions to be drawn about him is that he's been he hasn't he hasn't he's he suggested that he's going to be a you know an average to above average quarterback and um you know, maybe he'll surprise us. Uh, I don't expect to see otherworldly play from him this weekend. You know, I don't even know if I expect them to win uh, against the Chiefs, and and I think he has a very unenviable position to be following uh, 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, and and it, and history tells us he won't come close to that. Uh, and maybe we'll be proven wrong, but that's been my impression so far. Yeah, you've seen some backups there that have struggled. You know, Matt Flynn, uh, I don't remember him having a tremendous record there. And, and uh, so it's been an interesting run. But, uh, Kevin, great to uh, catch up with you. The last man yeah. standing from all those great bloggers, one of the great blogging teams in the history of, uh, of sports writing was put together. It really and there's only there's only one of us left, and it is Kevin <laughs> Seifert. <laughs> I'm, ho- I'm holding up the mantle as best I can. <laughs> That's right. We're proud of you. We really are. We still all get together. That. We have our own summit. You are not allowed to attend because you are still at the Evil Empire. But uh, great, to, <laughs> great to have you on. <laughs> all right. Thank you, man. You bet. Kevin Seifert, there he goes. And uh, does a really nice job for ESPN.com and covers the uh, covers the entire league now and has been right in the middle of all this situation with Aaron Rodgers because he covered the Packers and Vikings for a long time, lives there in Minneapolis. So uh, good to catch up with him. It is coming up on time for our daily college football trip, and that means it's time for Campus Confidential. The McGregor Coaches Show with Mike Shields is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, McGregor General Store. Benchmark Mortgage, and Paschal Insurance and Real Estate. The McGregor Bulldogs fell to the Cameron Yeoman last Friday, 44-19. Coach, you knew going in that you had to contain Cameron's speed, and the score indicates you didn't have much success getting that done. Well, you know, you know, actually, Lord, we felt a little better than the score. We gave up two late touchdowns that uh, 
make the score work, look a little worse than it was. You know, it was 20 to 19, uh, and we were trying to field goal in the third quarter to go up. Unfortunately, we missed it just by a hair. And then even in the fourth quarter, with about six minutes left, you know, we were eight points down. So uh, we felt the kids came out and played hard and everything, and, and uh, we just didn't get the break that we needed to either get up on them or get it tied. Well, it sounds like you and your staff may have seen some uh, positives after reviewing the video. For sure, for sure. You know, I thought our defense played hard, and our offense did too. Offense moved it up and down the field. Uh, we just needed to to get it in when we were down there in the red zone. But uh, but like I said, I was proud of the kids the way they played hard, and uh, look forward to them doing it again on this Friday. Yeah, this Friday, the final game of the season against Caldwell. Both teams trying to finish the season with at least one district win. What about Caldwell that concerns you the most? Their offense and defensive line is huge. So we've got to be able to uh, contain those guys and get them blocked to get uh, Chad Lorenz and our running backs maybe outside or into the secondary. But you're right. We're, we're shooting to, to send the seniors out, you know, on their last game with a victory to get us a district win. ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love. Including boots from Ariat and Twisted Edge. Shoes from Hey Dude. And clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go buy and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer 
Cowboys.com. Tom and Ward, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Beta Women's Basketball finished up their exhibition season with a win over West Texas A&M 92-37. They start their regular season Tuesday with Texas State. The Bears are picked eighth in the USA Today Top 25. Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID-19 and will miss this week's game with the Chiefs. Another coach in college football has failed this season. The Akron Zips have hired head coach Tom Arth after going 2-7. and seven. The Zips have three games remaining. One game in college football tonight, Georgia State at Louisiana, kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. High school football tonight, Bryan versus Harker Heights at Leo Buckley in Colleen. And the Waco Lions are in Dunkelville to take on the Panthers. Pre-game at 6.30 with Tom Barfield on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. God is Matt Mosley. And uh, there's a lot going on in college football. Now, I thought this was interesting that uh, the uh, there's some talk of uh, LSU going back to Alabama, the sign of the, uh, the scene of that 2019 where Coach O gathered everybody at midfield and put on a show and said, this is our house from now on. And then uh, on top of that, there was also uh, a video from the visitor's locker room that went viral where he was t- heard telling players, we're going to beat their A in recruiting. We're going to beat their A every time they see us. You understand me? Roll Tide what? And, and then threw an F-bomb at him. Again, Saban has been asked about this all over the years. And to his credit, Aaron, Saban spoke positively about Ed Orgeron and told folks, he said he talked about how the game was big and Orgeron built them up and gave them faith. So I think this is, uh, I think this is really interesting, though, um, because they're going back there, and I think Saban... I think Saban has a little something uh, for them. And I don't think uh, Saban likes to talk about revenge or anything like that. Um, but I think I think he felt a deep, you know, disrespect and all that kind of thing. Uh, so I, I find this really interesting. Um, and, and for now, he's trying not to let. Alabama get caught up in any kind of revenge type thing, but I find this matchup. Um, I, I just think when boy when Saban, when Saban gets worked up, uh, that's it's really something to watch. And so, watch out for that game. The other thing that we brought up yesterday is 
Sarkeesian is in a bad place. He's four and four. Uh, to, you know, he, he was asked earlier today. <laughs> I mean, and Aaron, it sounds you know like it's make, I'm making this up, but of course it's the story of the uh, of the special teams coach that apparently was uh, living with a stripper who had a pet monkey, and the pet monkey attacked a trick or treater, and it became a huge uh, story, and everybody had a lot of fun with it, including us or me. Aaron has chosen to 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 keep his hands out of that one, but I. They, they brought it up today. Can you imagine Aaron being at a press conference and saying, Coach, has the, has the monkey story been a distraction? <laughs> I mean, that, that came up today. Yeah. And uh, he said that um, he said it has not and that it's a personal matter. And uh, uh, he, he did go on to say today, I also recognize the level of frustration without us winning a couple of these close ball games. But I can assure you that nobody's more frustrated than we are. Nobody's more frustrated than our players are. And that frustration comes from we know how close we are as well. Let me tell you what what fans, what my Longhorn fans, and, and I don't know if anybody, if they're fans of mine, I'm just saying my friends that are fans of the Longhorns, what they don't love hearing, and they heard some of this stuff from Tom Herman, is about how close they are. Since 1957, Texas has lost four straight games during a season only three times. In 2010, it would have been Mac after, well, they were really good in 2009. 1997, that would have been right before Mac arrived. In 1988, it would have been Makovic or something like that. Actually, 97 was about the time Mac was there. He about arrived right in there. Iowa State is favored at home on Saturday against the Longhorns for just the second time in the 18-game history between the two teams. Uh, Cyclones have won the past two games, 23-20 last season, and in Austin, uh, last season in Austin, and 23-21 in 2019 in Ames. I'm telling you, Aaron, these these games are getting bigger and bigger for Texas. And I'm not saying they're going to fire Sark, but you know who they're going to turn to? You know at some point somebody down there is paying all that money and all those boosters with all the money, and then a lot of the rank-and-file Texas fans who are driving around Central Texas right now listening to us, and they're going, they're going to go, hey, what about that AD? What about this Chris Del Conte? Now, Chris is a friend, and Chris has been on with us. In fact, when he hired the Vic Schaefer, um, in fact, he got a little mad when I brought up, hey, was he brought in to uh, kind of try to, you know, take on Kim Mulkey. Of course, Kim Mulkey's not here anymore. But Chris Del Conte is what you would call one of America's celebrity ADs. Now, I like Chris. I mean, I really do. But now Chris likes to get out front, and he likes to get the burnt orange three-piece suit on, and he's a showman. That's okay. He's kind of entertaining. But, you know, DeLoss was an old-school backroom brawler. DeLoss kind of liked showing up and maybe maybe walking around the golf course, but but he didn't. He, he certainly was not somebody who loved being out front all the time. But he loved making backroom deals. Del Conte made a backroom deal to help Texas and OU leave, but he also likes to be out front. 
What I'm saying, uh, Aaron, is that this thing is about to uh, this thing is about to get a little ugly. If they drop to four and five, I mean, it, it, again, he's not going to get fired. They're going to give Sark at least one more year. But but think about that. You you fire Herman. Herman was supposed to be this big time guy. In fact, at one point, LSU wanted Herman instead of Coach O. Well, Herman shows up. He gets his rear fired, and now Sark has just fallen flat on his on his face. And now I keep hearing people say, "Well, lots of injuries, and uh, just don't have the same talent they've had in the past." We know what that is, Aaron. That's an excuse. I mean, I, I don't think Texas stopped recruiting under Herman. Now, maybe he didn't do, like, an incredible job. I can buy that. But uh, I am I uh, I don't know about this. I don't know if I'm buying, oh, we just don't have, uh, we, we don't have the, uh, we don't have the talent that we need. People don't buy that at the University of Texas. If you said Baylor or Iowa State or Kansas State was a little down in their talent department, we might buy that. At A&M, at the University of Texas, at these places where they just specialize in blue chippers, five stars left and right, lots of four stars, you can't, I mean, TCU, for instance, one of the most damning things they're saying about Gary Patterson is that he had great talent this year, that the talent's actually really good on this team. Lord knows I hope they don't show that talent on Saturday. Come on, guys, wait till the last couple of games of the season. Don't figure this out for Saturday. Aaron, this game scares me to death. Have I told you that yet? This Baylor game, this Baylor game on Saturday, I'm going to go in there to to Fort Worth, and I'm going to set up shop, and I'm going to do the pregame show. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. The whole time I'll be out there just kind of, whoo, I'm just, I I mean, mean, if I were a drinking man, this is the kind of game I uh, I would have a sip before. Because you just need something to calm the nerves. This Patterson thing is is a problem. Because Gary has some talent on this team. They get all screwed up. They don't play good defense. But the problem is they have two extremely talented wide receivers. They got one great running back. And they got a quarterback who runs around like crazy. And is a problem. He is a very, very athletic quarterback. Aaron, do you remember a certain uh, uh, LDS, a Mormon quarterback? I don't know if he's Mormon, but he plays for BYU. Okay, so there's a decent chance at it. Do you remember that kid getting loose and running for about a 47-yard touchdown? You remember that? That's that's the kind of stuff Duggan can do. I mean, he he will get out in space and make you pay. Now, will he throw you the ball? Yeah. Yeah, he'll throw you the ball. So, I, I just... Uh, I just think it is something to watch. Now, let's talk about some of these jobs. TCU's open. Texas Tech is open. You know, I, I think most people believe that TCU is the better job. Why is that? Well, it's in the Metroplex, huge recruiting area, Fort Worth, fun place, a little bit easier to recruit to than out in Lubbock. But Lubbock, as they all, you know, they 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 pay their players too, as we used to say in the NFL. The 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 bottom line is Lubbock has boosters. One of them happens to be one of my uh, relatives, the great Ed Whitaker, 
who uh, used to be head of AT&T, then helped turn GM around. But they've got enormous boosters. So you can't tell me that Texas Tech can't cough up the money needed to go make a hire. Now, the problem for Tech is they got a bunch of people out there that they want Art Bryles, but they got an AD and they've got uh, a board that doesn't think they can make that happen. They don't think Art, they, they can't take the backlash that would happen with bringing in Art. How would Art do out there? Well, how do you think he would do? <clears throat> he'd probably go, he'd probably have them winning 10 games every year. I mean, you know, his, his issue was never winning or losing football games. That was never an issue for him. I, we all know what happened with that. So they won't be able to hire him, and, and that's a problem for Tech is every time the job opens, they, they pine away for him, and then they end up kind of s- settling for somebody that none of them know about. And, like, Tuberville is a bad hire. Um Wells, I like tremendously, but they never even really gave him a chance. He was an outsider who they just didn't embrace at all. So the problem is with these two teams, Aaron, is that Dykes is the best fit for both of them. Now, my SMU friends will say, well, we're going to give him a big extension. Woo, boy. Woo. I mean, that doesn't matter. I mean, he, you know, if as long as the boosters are ready to step up at TCU now, who else are we hearing from at TCU? Suddenly, Dion Sanders' name is showing up. I had a buddy a few days ago and, and, and brought up Dion to me, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I think they're joking. Surely they're joking. And sure enough, he's on the, he's on the wish list. So is the uh, – there's an offense coordinator from Clemson. I believe his name is Tony Elliott. Um, isn't that also a, uh, a NASCAR guy? Anyway, I – I, that, that that is uh, that, that, this is really really going to be interesting to watch how this plays out. Let me just say this about Dion. Have known him for years. Uh, he's come after me before on Twitter because I thought what he used to do with like his charter school in Dallas um, is is basically prey on uh, uh, on inner city families that that didn't have a lot of money and he gave them and and again i think he did some really good things for for young kids in the metroplex but he also started a school that was a sham it all blew up and all these kids even the really good players their transcripts were so messed up they couldn't even play anywhere emmanuel moutier went to that school emmanuel moutier never was able to go to smu really because his his prime prep transcript was so screwed up that he couldn't even go play so dion is just he's chaos wherever he goes there will always be controversy and people like mosley he's a legend do you think there are 15 16 year old kids out there right now that have grown up like oh my gosh Deion sanders well none of them saw him play now they could have read about him or heard about him from their parents um and Dion was an incredible player but to, to the thought of Deion sanders as the TCU head football coach, is an absolute joke, okay? I mean, I, I, it just needs to be said. All right, it is, uh, it's Matt Mosley's show. And, I, again, Dion was one of the great players in the history of the league. Uh, I, when I'm with Dion, I, you know, he's kind of a funny guy. He's a character. I, I like Dion. But when he's put in charge of things, stuff gets messed up. 
And that's all I'm saying. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. We are about to sprint into the 5 o'clock hour. Everybody's favorite Baylor beat reporter, John Warner, joins us next. This is the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions. And to have an opportunity to do something that uh, only Ford and Duke have done since uh, the John Wooden days, um, that's, that's, a, that's a great opportunity we have this year. Baylor men's basketball all season long here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking of replacing your home's HVAC system? Lockridge Priest is here for you. Take advantage of their free air purifier and duct cleaning with any complete HVAC residential system replacement. Also, ask about their manufacturer's rebate of up to $1,000. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit them online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1963. Looking for the perfect home to rent? Shamrock Property Management offers quality houses, townhomes, and duplexes for lease in the greater Waco area. Whether you're looking for a low-maintenance duplex or an executive home with plenty of space or something in between, Shamrock Property Management can help you find just the perfect place to call home. Let their dedicated team help you locate a rental home that fits both your lifestyle and budget. Learn more at shamrockmgt.com. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long. Extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, so proud of all our sponsors there. Uh, also today, Cooper Complete. John Werner, our next guest, boy, he would love these Cooper Complete. They also have gummies now. But I pop a lot of these D3 supplements, and that's what builds my immunity. And so, uh, John, much like Aaron Rodgers, what I've done, uh, in addition to getting the vaccines, I just kind of pump a lot of homeopathic stuff into my body in hopes of uh, in hopes of uh, warding off the COVID nineteen, but uh, John, I just wanted to let you know I'm going to send you a link after we're through today for CooperComplete.com, some of the best supplements in the game. Okay, because I do not Man, want I can't you to wait. miss any of this. Yeah, yeah, I, I've been looking for a cure so uh, to every to all my ailments. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you'll really enjoy this, John. Once uh, once you get a hold of some of these gummies. Now, John Warner from the uh, Waco Trib, and um, John, this is going to be interesting. By the way, we'll be over there. We'll be right in the midst, uh, in the middle of things on campus doing our pregame show. Uh, fortunately for you, this is not one of those crazy early ones where we're going to try to call <laughs> you at like seven thirty a.m. I've already tried to run interference with you. I've told Tom, I'm like, John's doing my show today, so don't bother him on Saturday, all right? So I'm I'm trying to run some interference for you, John. But this is going to be a deal. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a surreal atmosphere, I think. And I don't know exactly, you know, normally if Gary were coaching this game like normal, uh, it would be a typical Baylor TCU. The fans, you know, they can't stand Baylor. They would show up in hopes that Gary could put a, a great game plan together, and he's done that in the past, even when TCU is down. But with him being out, I mean, think about that, John. We're going to pass that statue uh, when we're walking <laughs> to the stadium. I mean, the whole thing is going to be weird. Do you think this is going to be some sort of, like, celebration of gary some kind of weirdness like i i have no i have no great uh, feel for what this the players or the crowd will be like i'm wondering if they're going to put like a tarp over the statue or, or something like that you know uh, <laughs> just because gary's not there anymore uh but yeah it's it's going to be interesting how tcu reacts Gary always got them up to play Baylor. They uh, he was nine and four against Baylor while he was at TCU, and uh, they've won five out of the last six games. And like you said, 
several times Baylor probably had the better team. So uh, it's going to be really interesting. Coach Aranda thinks they're going to come out really motivated. I think that could be the case, but, you know, uh, I just wonder how long they can sustain it because Baylor's got a better team. They're a really confident team. They've won three straight games very impressively, and uh, I don't think Baylor's going to let a lot rattle them. Boy, John, you're making me feel better. I, I am I am very fearful of this game, and I, I am just, as we get close, sometimes I'll settle down as we get a little closer to game day. I'm a little, I'm getting more and more keyed up to the point where I may call Lark and Tom and just say, I can't do this pregame. You know, I, I'm, I'm a little bit too intense. I think um, I think sometimes Tom thinks I'm a little too close to this uh, this school. He may have some. He may be right now. Um, so th- yeah, and, and isn't it interesting that the talent? I keep hearing this. Somebody, uh, in fact, I had Sam Con Jr. Uh, from the Athletic on the other day, and and he was talking about how TCU, which goes against everything we're seeing on the field, but that they they actually have really really good talent. Now, what we remember from last season. And I thought Aranda, that was, I think that was good of Aranda to admit, hey, these coaches outfoxed us last year. They were just flat out better. This is a dangerous quarterback. And, and you remember all those years ago before Boykin became Boykin? We didn't mm-hmm. know what Boykin was. And that TCU <laughs> team beat a good Baylor team. You remember that? That was in Waco. Um, yeah. So that's, I worry about the. I would just say I, I'm totally with you on the fact that Baylor – should outclass them. But now this is not the easiest quarterback to keep under control. Yeah, he, he's a dual threat guy. You know, he, he's been around, boy, a long, long time. He's been there around like, you know, like Abram Smith and Treston Ebner and some of those yeah. veteran Baylor guys. He's been there a long time. He's seen everything. And, yeah, he's good, and he's he's played well against Baylor before. Uh, and, and one thing, you know, Baylor's three last three wins were at home. Of course, their last loss was at Oklahoma State, and I would expect they've kind of learned a little bit from that game. I don't think uh, I think they'll come into this game a little more confident than that one. Uh, I just like the way they're playing, and I would be a little surprised if TCU beat them, even with the uh, you know the the Patterson factor. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I, I I hope I hope you are right. Talking to John Werner from the Waco Trib. Now, John, um, you've been around some of these uh, players this week, some of these Baylor players. I I, I really, and we're going to play some of what T.J. Franklin was talking about the other day. Wasn't that interesting? Um, I'm sure he might have been almost a little too honest for the coaches when he said something about like they 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 didn't. I think he said something along the lines of preparing for the Oklahoma State team. Maybe they didn't take the tempo as seriously. He didn't even seem to blame the the performance on the environment. It was just, uh, but I thought that was fascinating to hear him talk like that. That that they just weren't quite prepared for that game, and he and he thought everybody was still being too individual. Isn't that interesting, John? Because Aranda has talked before about how they've got really good players, but they've got to get everybody to play together. Have have do you think we've seen that a little bit in these last few weeks, and especially against Texas, what they did against Bijan Robinson? Oh, for sure. Uh, and they've, uh, you know, obviously 
the, the Baylor coaches at, at that Oklahoma State game were not at their best. You know, there were just some, you know, extra timeouts in. <clears throat> they had to call. Uh, just uh, looked like a, a lot of indecisiveness. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, man. Uh, I think the coaching staff has gotten better since then, and I think the players have gotten better. And I think they've uh, the offensive line kind of learned a little bit from that game because I thought Oklahoma State was a lot more physical than them. Them uh, Jalen Warren is a really tough running back. Uh, he got a lot of extra yardage by just blowing over people. And I think Baylor's offensive line has really responded to that, and probably everybody. Uh, you know, they've just kind of learned how to toughen up. You know, a critical situation comes along. They, they've they just kind of delivered, and uh, they, they've done it for three straight weeks. And I think you especially saw it against Texas when they were down by 11, 11 early in the uh, third quarter. And, uh, man, did they respond to that? They scored three touchdowns in 12 minutes. And, uh, you know, I just think this is a really, you know, a, a real confident Baylor team. They can play physical. And uh, I like like I said before, I think they're going to play pretty well. Isn't that interesting that RG three has Abram Smith on his Heisman list? I guess when you've won a Heisman, you get to put like a Heisman list out. I think I, I, maybe it gives you more credibility. But I think every anytime RG three does something Baylor related, I'm sure everybody's like, okay, okay, Robert, you're just you're just favoring Baylor players, but. You know, when you look at the numbers, Abram Smith's now really one of the better backs in the country. Um, John, that's that's a wild story for him to go to running back, then back to, to, to go to linebacker, then come back. And he was a pretty good linebacker. He really filled in yeah. nicely. But, I mean, this guy, he I mean, I think we kind of thought about him to start the year as a battering ram. Like a nice guy, but, you know, a nice player, but just kind of a compliment to Treston Ebner. And now we think of him as the bell cow back. I mean, to go way back, kind of the Walter Abercrombie or the Alfred Anderson. I mean, he's kind of got that way about him. And uh, I, to me, that, that it is a pretty remarkable story. Yeah, you know, he comes in here. Uh, he graduated early uh, and immediately tears his ACL. So he's already behind the eight ball there. And it really took him a few years to kind of, you know, kind of, get back in the swing of things. And, uh, you know, then they move, move him to linebacker after Terrell got hurt. You know, he averaged double-figure tackles and, and four starts. So he did great. And then, you know, they want to – they decide, well, you know, we could use a really physical back. So in the spring, they start using him more at, at back, at running back. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's their key guy. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the physical factor I don't think surprises anybody, but I think his speed <laughs> really surprised some people. I mean, you know, that 32-yard run against Texas was just a thing of beauty. You know, he spun away from their def- one of their defensive linemen and then just like, you know, just brought it downfield and outraced everybody down the sidelines for that score. Uh, the Oklahoma State game, you know, he, uh, it's a, what, a 55, 57-yard run. Uh, you know, just blew just blew right through everybody up the middle. Um, the guy's really good, and uh, I and uh, you know you you got to admire his patience. I mean, he came in here as a great back out of Abilene, and uh, you know, and then he just had to wait. And, you know, he sat behind some good backs, 
but man, is he making up for it? I, you know, I think he's uh, got a pretty good shot of becoming their uh, season all-time rushing leader. Uh, see, Ganaway wow. holds it, Terrence, about yeah. fifteen hundred and something yards, but he's got a shot at it. Yeah, just keep feeding the ball. I, I want to start seeing him do some of that Zeke, where he kind of does a feed me type deal. I'm gonna, in fact, I may, uh, I may, I may reach out to him. By the way, tell Bryce. Uh, John, that I, I really am a little bit upset that uh, the Waco Trib has not done more on this uh, this uh, uh, monkey belonging to the Texas special teams coach, uh, uh, the the stripper girlfriend that that bit the ch- child on Halloween. I think that's an important story coming out of the University of Texas. Now her name she goes by Pole Assassin. This young uh-huh. lady. Um, and I, I feel like that's a way that's a Waco trips missing an important story. So if you wouldn't mind passing that along to Bryce, I would appreciate it. And I would assign the young Conine to that. I would just say, Chad, we need a, we need a pole assassin story. That sounds more like up Chad's alley. <laughs> I think, I think they're doing anything to distract from football. <laughs> Damn <it all laughs> right now. <laughs> Oh, it was man. good. To, it was good to see him, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that? wasn't it? All the, the 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 horde of media that showed up. Wasn't that good to see all those guys? I mean, my gosh, the the press box was packed full. It I was mean, it packed. was. Yes. Yeah, that no, was. Uh, we're, we're always uh, happy to see the guys from the states. Man, they're they're just great guys, and uh, they're always fun to talk to. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, except for Bowles, but everybody else we love. No, I'm kidding. Well, he's a little uh, old I'm... and cranky now, you know, but <laughs> pushing it All right. a little bit. John, uh, tremendous work by you. Take the rest of the weekend off, okay? <laughs> I don't think that's happening, Matt. Oh, okay. All right. I forgot that. I appreciate the offer. Okay. All right. Tell everybody I said hi. There he goes, John Werner. Waco Trib. Longtime Baylor beat man. It is Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And we're going to hear from some of those Baylor players. Very, very interesting stuff from both Treston Ebner and TJ Franklin. That's next. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas is making a patriotic change to its uniform for Sunday's Salute to Service game. Details after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com slash United. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. 
The Cowboys will salute our military and officially launch the effort to build our country's new National Medal of Honor Museum in Arlington by making a change to their uniform during this Sunday's salute to service game. For the first time since 1976, when we celebrated our nation's bicentennial, the Cowboys are wearing a red stripe on their helmet. Equipment director Mike McCord knows players will be excited about the patriotic look. Yeah, and they're like kids in a candy store. It's just there's so many players uh, that we've had come through here who have been part of military families, whether it's their mother, their father, their uncle, their grandfather, whatever. And we've always tried to accommodate that because, you know, it's, it's important for them to honor the family members that have, that have served this country for us all. So I think that's a big part of it. With the Boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for a very cool night here in Central Texas. We'll see mostly clear skies, 38 degrees, the overnight low. We could see some patchy areas of frost, so kind of be on the lookout for that. Mostly sunny on Friday, 64, and looking good for Saturday. Mostly sunny, warmer in 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Beta women's basketball finished up their exhibition season with a win over West Texas A&M 92-37. They start the regular season Tuesday with Texas State. The Bears are picked eighth in the USA Today Top 25. Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID-19 and will miss this week's game with the Chiefs. Another coach in college football has failed this season. The Akron Zips have hired head coach Tom Arth after going 2-7. and seven. The Zips have three games remaining. One game in college football tonight, Georgia State at Louisiana, kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. High school football tonight, Bryan versus Harker Heights at Leo Buckley in Colleen. And the Waco Lions are in Dunkelville to take on the Panthers. Pre-game at 6.30 with Tom Barfield on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
man, it's good to be in the 5 o'clock hour with you. Some of you have uh, left uh, work and you're making your way home. And uh, Aaron Sexton and I are here to take you home. we got the dismount coming up. we got a fun interview uh, coming up with a buddy of mine that uh, is doing something really, really cool in Waco. And that will happen at around 540. But I want to get right to this. I, uh, I, mon- I like to monitor everything Dave Aranda is saying. And then I like to drop in and see, okay, what the, what are the players saying this week? And I, I really love the, the 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 way that Treston Ebner and, and and I mean this has really been a, a cool thing to watch how he and Abram Smith complement each other. And you can call them fire and ice or thunder and lightning, however you want to do it. Thunder is big man Abram Smith. Lightning is the fast. Ebner, who can take it to the house at any given moment. Now, Smith has become a little bit more like Treston, and Treston has become a tad bit more like Abram because he's lowered his shoulder and been running over a couple of people here lately. So what a duo they have become in college football. I wanted to let you have an opportunity. Uh, Treston Ebner was with the media uh, earlier this week, and, and this is what he had to say. I guess just the confidence level of this team, the way that you guys have played, stringing three really good games together. How how, how is that confidence level right now? Um, it's really good. I think that just stems from practice and uh, guys. We just know if we mess up, the defense got our back, and uh, they know if they make a mistake, we got their back. And I think, with that being said, you know we've been put in different situations in each of these games that we had to overcome, and us being able to do that just shows us and builds our confidence even more. Abram kind of gave you credit for that spin move and how he scored. Have you seen kind of that developing in him, though? Like he, he's continually gotten better on those type of plays? Yeah, so uh, everything you see that uh, Abram does is not by accident. I believe uh, he puts in the work uh, for everything. And so when I see it on the field, you know, I'm not shocked because I see him putting in extra work at practice or even just certain reps trying new things to get better at. I, I told him, I, I knew he was about to score before uh, he did. I was like, I saw he was about to spin out of it, so I was already cheering on the sideline. But it's great to see that what he does, the, when he does the extra work, it pays off on the field. How does a guy go from linebacker to running back and adapt that quickly to where he's top 10 in rushing yards? Uh, that's just April, man. Uh, I think the guy can play any position on the field. You know, he just has the heart, and uh, he's smart enough to do it. And uh, obviously has the skills. I mean, we see that every Saturday. So I think uh, it's just his mindset helps him with the transition so fast. And uh, he played running back in high school, so he never lost those skills. On the, on the flip side, you know, I was talking about Abrams' move. I saw you run over people. Is that something you've kind of taken pride with or, you know, that that's kind of added to your game, that kind of thing? Yes, sir. Uh, us as the running backs, we feel like we get the offense going and uh, those type of plays energize everybody. So if if me running over somebody helps the team get energized, then I'm willing to do that. But I'm just glad to see that um, I'm able to do that because that's never really been a part of my game. So, yeah, that made me happy. I'm not going to lie. It looked like you were looking for contact on a couple of those. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to shy away from that kind of thing. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, I just think... When uh, you come in with the right mindset on the play, you know, you finish the runs better. And uh, anytime you fall forward, you know, that's just a good run. Just with the college football rankings coming out, or the playoff rankings coming out and you all being in it, you know, with you turn on the TV, it seems like it's there. You go on the Internet and you seem like you see all of it around you. How do you personally, what's your strategy for kind of being able to lock out that kind of 
everything when it's everywhere. It's uh, I just, you know, how I live my life is you get through uh, to step two, you just got to go through step one first. So we'll get every, uh, where we want to go. We just got to focus on TCU this week, and that's step one. So I feel like as long as we keep our mind frame on that, we'll end up where we want to be at the end of the season. Tristan, what do you see from TCU's defense, or what have you scouted? Uh, you know, every year TCU has a great defense. Uh, that's just a testament to Coach Patterson, those guys. And so um, they, I, I feel like they got a lot of great players. You know, they got a, a lot of good players. I feel like they just haven't been able to put it together. So they're definitely just somebody you can't overlook. You know, I don't feel like, um, I, I feel like they're not far off, you know what I mean? And so I think if we just attack this right, we'll be able to come out successful, but we can't overlook them. Anything else? Tristan, when you have a turnaround, just in terms of record, obviously last year was a super weird year just in terms of everything. But is there one thing that usually goes into, you know, a win-loss turnaround like that? Or for y'all, is there just so many different things that have changed even different? I think uh, guys buying into Coach Aranda, uh, believing in him, and then just um, how we attacked the offseason. You know, we came together. We felt like last year was a lot of offense versus defense and defense versus offense instead of us being a team. So uh, one of our focuses was us working together as a team. I think that just shows, you know, how we play together this year and we uh, play complimentary football. It's just a testament to the time we spent together, more offensive guys hanging out with defensive players and vice versa. So I think that's really like the biggest thing. I think we're just more of a team this year. Tristan Abrams said that he got chills when he heard the crowd erupt on that fourth down stop. I don't know if you block it out, but do, do you get kind of pumped up too when you hear the crowd and kind of get into it like that? Yeah, I normally block it out, and I would like to say that's the loudest I've heard McLean in my five seasons of playing here. So that's, that was great to see, you know. It was just, it's exciting. You know, I usually block it out, but I wasn't on the field. And so, like, I'm just sitting there, I'm looking. I'm almost, like, shocked. I'm like, oh, we can get loud. And I, it's just nice to see. So thank you to our fans for that. Do you see TCU as a rival when you play a bunch of times at Chiefs? Yeah, they're all rivals. I think um, that's just something, you know, you're going to get their best shot every time you play them. I believe that they're, uh, they're all rivals, and I got a personal uh, personal rivalry with them since I was committed there for a little while. So this is always a fun game for me. I find that really, that part of it, Aaron, really interesting, that um, a month before Ebner uh, committed to Baylor, he had, he had already committed to, to TCU. And he was going to go there, and boy, you—they've had some extremely gifted backs over the years, and he would have been another one of them. They love to get backs out in space, and they have a lot of speed, and um, and he would have been a good fit. I'm certainly glad he made a different decision, but apparently, um, uh, you know, after that, uh, he he went on to explain that when Matt Rule offered him, you know, not long uh, about a month before signing day said it was just a no-brainer. He switched immediately because he had grown up a Baylor fan. So, you know, I, I think sometimes we think, well, all these kids grow up hearing about the University of Texas or Texas A&M, but that's not everybody. I mean, some people grow up hearing about, uh, who knows, maybe his parents were Baptist or that used to be the way it was. That's how Grant Taft, boy, he would uh, – Grant used to let them know, Aaron, that those kids, uh, their, their sons – He'd let those moms know the sons would be in Sunday school. They would be attending church. And um, and Grant wasn't just saying that as a recruiting tool. Yeah, that helped, but Grant meant it. I mean, Grant would uh, Grant was the one teaching Sunday school. So it worked out tremendously well over the years. But that's kind of fun to hear from Ebner. And then also that part, Aaron, about the uh, – how, how interesting was that about the uh, – about the crowd 
that in his five years here, the that defensive stand was the loudest he'd ever heard it at McLean. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty incredible. That uh, that 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 wall of sound that hit when they made that big play. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to be there to be a part of it. And then uh, Bears have a great opportunity against TCU. And I hope uh, I think everybody's done a pretty good job of not talking about Oklahoma because obviously that's going to be a huge ball game coming up. But uh, that that's not going to be as big a ball game if you lose to TCU. It's just not. And so this is an, an enormous moment uh, for the Bears. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Great opportunity there to hear from uh, one of Baylor's uh, best tailbacks in a long, long time, Treston Ebner, and then, of course, Abram Smith continuing to have a great season. Next, we talk to someone who is going to be chairing a huge event this weekend. We discuss it next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball rolls in their exhibition finale. Plus, Baylor volleyball set for a top 10 showdown with Texas in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Join us November 18th at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in Waco for our next Lunch with a Legend, presented by Baylor Alumni Sports Outreach, as we visit with former Baylor basketball standout and current radio analyst Pat Nunley. It's November 18th, beginning at 11.30 a.m. at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and tickets are available now by calling 254-710-8350. Come hear from Pat Nunley on his 40-plus year association with Baylor basketball, Thursday, November 18th, at our next Lunch with a Legend, presented by Baylor Alumni Sports Outreach. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball played its second and final exhibition game last night in the Farrell Center, rolling to a 92-37 win over West Texas A&M. Nalissa Smith had a monster game, 34 points in only 24 minutes, 12 of 15 from the floor and 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Next up for Baylor women's basketball, opening the regular season Tuesday in the Farrell Center against Texas State. Meanwhile, the Farrell Center is the site of a top 10 volleyball showdown Friday and Saturday as top-ranked and undefeated Texas visits 10th-ranked Baylor. 
Baylor at 7-1 and one in Big 12 play. Texas is 8-0. and oh. Here's Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire on the Longhorns. I would say, you know, my seven years is the best Texas team that, that I've seen. And like us, you, you know, senior heavy, uh, I think they're playing hungry. And, um, it, you know, it, it's not it, – there's no holes or weaknesses because, you know, we got to – play better volleyball than Texas and you know I feel the same about our team we we're good at every position and we just got to play better volleyball so uh, you'll see a lot of great plays this weekend it's past set hit it ultimately it's a simple game just who can do it more often more frequently than than the opponent Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball hosting Texas Friday and Saturday in the Farrell Center. Friday's match is a whiteout beginning at 8 p.m. televised by ESPNU. Saturday, it's a 6 p.m. match televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And it is Faith and Family Night following the match. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The Waco High Coaches Show with Lyndon Helt is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life. Obviously, you set out, as you pointed out uh, in our first segment, you set out to win the football game. But what are some of the other things you try to get doing this final game of the year? Well, you know, we want our kids to compete. This is a great opportunity for our, our kids to not only improve their team, uh, get an extra uh, hard-nosed week of, of work, as we move forward to a good opponent, but it's a great opportunity for them, uh, for them to show off their skill set and their ability against great talent. And so we know that people are going to come and look at Duncanville players and, uh, and in turn, they're going to look at Waco high players. And so, uh, we sell that pretty hard in regards to our, our motivation effort and, and, uh, how we're attacking this week. You, you talk about the talent that Duncanville has, uh, what are their strengths? You know, uh, right now they're running the ball 80% of the time, uh, but that's also because they're ahead, uh, you know, and so uh, they're, they're going to they're gonna, – they've got a good, big, strong offensive line. They've got two backs that are very explosive uh, but, are, but are strong runners. You know, they don't go down on the, uh, on the first hit, and so we've got to be sure tacklers. Defensively, their defensive front is, is, is mean and powerful – uh, and so they're able to really move the line of scrimmage. So uh, on both lines, I would say it's kind of the strengths of both their, their defense and their offense. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Beta women's basketball finished up their exhibition season with a win over West Texas A&M 92-37. They start the regular season Tuesday with Texas State. The Bears are picked eight in the USA Today Top 25. Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID-19 and will miss this week's game with the Chiefs. Another coach in college football has failed this season. The Akron Zips have hired head coach Tom Arth after going 2-7. and seven. The Zips have three games remaining. One game in college football tonight, Georgia State at Louisiana, kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. High school football tonight, Bryan versus Harker Heights at Leo Buckley in Colleen. And the Waco Lions are in Dunkelville to take on the Panthers. Pre-game at 6.30 with Tom Barfield on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Thanks to Handcammer School of Business. Love talking about them, and we'll have the uh, the new dean, uh, Mazumder, will be on with us. That'll happen before that Oklahoma game, and uh, I spent a little time over there. Um, I'm sure our next guest spent a little time over at Handcammer School of Business, and uh, Kevin Stevenson is his name. And he is one of the major executives over there at Ascension Providence. Kevin, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Pleasure to join you. And, yes, I can uh, confidently say I spent about six years at uh, the old Hankhammer School of Business. I spent a lot of time on the steps there in the afternoons. <laughs> the, the old steps there and, and uh yeah in fact the uh what what became your fraternity sig f at baylor we used to be aksi and that was a business right. fraternity and my dad was in that and boy they all hung out over there at the business school now when i first got to baylor kevin that was where people studied on that top floor of the business school i, I, I maybe that was the fifth floor i don't know, it was the fourth or fifth floor but they had a they had kind of a big study hall up there and I remember sitting around and, and, and actually looking around the room and like, what are these people studying? Like, I, I did not have a great grasp, Kevin. I know that shocks you of, like, how to study. That was not something they had covered at, at Kaufman High School. So it took me a little while. But I realized that that was where some of the couples were meeting up there in the at the top of the business school. So that's you about know, the – yeah. 
I was going to say, yeah, Matt. Uh, I, I did not <laughs> know that top four is a study, uh, Carol, at all. So uh, <laughs> I, I may have I may have taken advantage of what you just talked about. So, uh, but uh, but I was, as I said, you know, uh, sitting on the steps at Hankamer and talking with uh, some of our more uh, entertaining professors was a real hobby of mine. Well, Kevin, uh, that uh, they do have some interesting uh, and some great professors over the years. In fact, I, I went on a study abroad program with some of those guys. But listen, there, there's some fun stuff involving Ascension Providence and um, and in your that that great hospital and great hospital system is the presenting sponsor of this Heart Walk um, Saturday at the Cameron Park Zoo. Now. And I understand that, Kevin, you are chairing this event. Now, tell us a little bit. First of all, can you still, can folks still sign up? And then and tell us a little bit about what's going to be going on out there. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. People certainly can sign up. Yeah, I, I'm very proud to chair the Heart Walk. Actually, this is my second year in a row, but obviously last year we weren't able to have a uh, physical walk, so we walked virtually. That's a little different, but uh Really excited to be going out to Cameron Park Zoo this Saturday night. Uh, Check-ins at 5 o'clock. The start time for the walk will be about 5.30. Uh, We'll walk through the zoo for an hour and a half or so. Lots of different events out there. Uh, We're going to have some of uh, my folks from uh, Ascension Providence uh, Rehabilitation Department warming everybody up. Uh, There's going to be a lot of uh, informational tables out there. And, and there's going to be some uh, some activities with some of the animals at the zoo. Uh, we're still finalizing a couple of things around that, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for the family. We, we really encourage people to come out, bring your family with you. Uh, it's supposed to be just a gorgeous uh, evening on Saturday night. Might be a little chilly, so you might want to uh, you know pack a pack a light jacket or something, but. Uh, we're going to have a great time out there and, and really raising money for a phenomenal cause, the American Heart Association. Uh, you know, Ascension Providence is, you know, we like to call ourselves, we are the heart, the heart hospital of Waco in Central Texas. Uh, you know, brought a lot of firsts in, in cardiology uh, and cardiovascular surgery to, uh, to Waco. Uh, you know, the first open heart surgery was at our hospital in 1973. And we have uh, the advanced uh, structural heart program here. Uh, so people don't have to travel to, say, Dallas-Fort Worth or Houston to get uh, high-level care. Uh, so really excited about that. So as far as signing up, uh, you can go if you uh, if you Google 2021 Waco Heart Walk, uh, there uh, you'll you'll get a click to that link, and there's a way that you can uh, that you can sign up on there. Uh, but uh, we just love to have people come out and and just enjoy. Uh, raising funds for a great cause. All right, so what I'm going to do on your behalf um, to kind of honor you as the chairman, I'll be at that Baylor TCU game in Fort Worth working that game. Um, but after it's over, I'm going to go out and, and take a very, very long walk, and then I'll uh, I'll let you know how long I walk. I don't know if – I'll, I'll try to figure out if I can figure out a way to raise some funds for this, but what a great cause. And, uh, and by the way, do you have any predictions – uh, Kevin, you also uh, are someone who, uh, ha- you know, had a lot of friends on the Baylor team when you were in school, the Baylor football team, and you still I keep did. in touch with those I guys. Did. Do you have any thoughts on this Baylor TCU game? This is going to be really weird without Gary Patterson there. 
I know exactly. You know, I always enjoy uh, beating Coach Patterson. Uh, you know, that's a that's a a lot of fun for me. As a matter of fact, one of my former pledge brothers, Dan Brooke, was in town today, and he's obviously a ex uh, Baylor football player. And we're going to have dinner tonight at uh, at a, a very popular bar that I won't name because it's probably not your sponsor. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I've got uh, I, I've got a uh, I've got a prediction here. I'm going to say our Bears are going to win 41 to 17. Whoa, whoa! Now wouldn't that be something? And that would flip wouldn't the it script. Though? Yeah, but I'm yeah. Uh, you know I'm an optimist here. I th- I know we're going to win, and I I think we're going to I think we're going to win big. All right, hey, we got to do this again. Um, and and next time I want to I want to let you uh, talk about some of those unbelievable doctors that you have. You know I'm yeah. buddies, longtime buddies with one of them, and. And so I always bring him up, but I'm going to give you a chance to talk about some of those other great doctors. But for now, we'll focus on the Heart Walk. That'll be out there at, 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 the, at the zoo, and that'll happen on Saturday uh, at about 530 as you're finishing up the Baylor game. Get out there and be a part of that thing. Kevin, appreciate it. Matt, thanks for having me on. There he goes. Kevin Stevenson, former SIGEP, former uh, Hand Camera School of Businessman. And uh, great to visit with him. All right, it's time for the dismount. We have a couple of parting thoughts for you. That's next. The Mahaya Coaches Show with Aaron Noel is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach, coming off a 57-53 win over Bullard, and this was one of the craziest games that I've read or heard about in a while. You get down 31-13 at one point, come all the way back, and then... uh, on a fourth and nine with under 30 seconds left, you get a touchdown pass to take the lead. It wins you the game and gets your team into the playoffs. A great, great win for your team and your program. Thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was absolute chaos there uh, from about uh, two-thirds of the way through the third quarter all the way to the final buzzer. They had, a good, they had some good schemes uh, first half. They had some really good trick plays that uh, – Kind of caught us sleeping a little bit in a couple of spots, and uh, I think they got 21 points off that. And, you know, I walked into halftime and we're talking to us, man, they scored on three trick plays, and we're stepping on our own toes. Like if we just get out of our way and and just play discipline, you know, we got a shot. And uh, of course, they get the ball to start the second half, made it 38-13, and then here we come. You know, we score, and then we block a punt, and then. Big Mo was on our side, and, and then we kind of get in the back and forth in the fourth quarter, and uh, ultimately, uh, you know, get, get the opportunity to go victory at the end of the game, which was, you know, awesome. I'm, I'm so pumped for our kids. Just, you know, uh, they played hard all year long, regardless of what the scoreboard was. And you know, I, I've always told them, I said, hey, you go sell out, put everything you have into it, push your chips in the middle of the table, and at the end of the night. The scoreboard is going to be what the scoreboard is, and and it was nice to see the scoreboard in their favor selling out. Now you get your playoff spot wrapped up. Uh, you get Canton this week. This will actually determine playoff seating. Uh, talk a little bit about Canton on offense. You said they run a power spread, so they spread you out, but they still like to run the ball a lot. They they do like to run the ball. They got a couple of big old linemen. They like to get up in their hips and, and run behind those guys, and, and I don't blame them. Uh, you know, they, they do a good job with it. They got a couple of backs back there that, that do a real good job and are very patient in, in the run game of letting their blocks develop and, and, and 
you know, they understand what they're doing scheme wise. Uh, they got a couple of big, tall receivers out on the edge. So, you know, you, you start thinking, well, Hey, we got to pack the box to stop the run. Well, you're not careful. You end up with a mismatch on the outside. Cause I think both those guys are six, three, six, four on the outside. So, you know, that, that poses some potential problems as well. Um, and the, the quarterback's pretty, pretty accurate when he decides to take a shot. So, uh, you know, they're, they're a good football team, well-coached. Uh, you know, both of us got stuff playing for. I, I know Friday night they had a wild one with, with Van and, uh, you know, just came up short there on the field goal at the end. And so, you know, uh, heartbreaking loss for those guys. But, uh, you know, when, when they when they show up here Friday night, we both know what's at stake, and, and I think it's going to be a fantastic ball game. ESPN Central Texas. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this 2021 football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at incommonsbank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, November 13th and Sunday, November 14th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show. November 13th, 9 to 5, and November 14th, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is China Spring Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, China Spring Country Store also has the latest styles from the most popular brands of women's Western clothing, including those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude, plus jewelry, lawn and garden products and Plum Creek Crockers that will be perfect for your front porch. Go by and see Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. On is Matt Mosley and uh, the uh, Dismount. Love doing the Dismount. I hate to say goodbye, though. Um, I, I was looking at, uh, we had uh, John Werner on earlier from the Waco Trib, and um, there was a report out, and I saw this on the Trib uh, a little bit ago, that Texas Tech is preparing to interview Baylor associate head coach and linebackers coach Joey McGuire for the Red Raiders uh, head coaching vacancy. Um, my gosh, I mean, that would be early if that's happening. Let me see. 
staff report. Let's see here. That gimmick. Um, I have to answer a uh, a quick little survey here, Aaron, to find out exactly. Okay, <laughs> this is according to the Lubbock Avalanche Journal. All right, uh, and and so that's where this report comes from. Texas Tech preparing to interview Baylor associate head coach, linebackers coach Joey McGuire for the Red Raiders head coach vacancy. Unbelievable wow. high school coach, and he's been great at Baylor. And um, that would be a tremendous hire. Um, also, Alex Grinch apparently is on the list. That's the defense coordinator and safeties coach at Oklahoma. So those are two good names. I mean, McGuire's been uh, on coaching staff now for five seasons, three under Matt Rule, and now the last two under Aranda. Tremendous, tremendous guy. And then what he did at Cedar Hill uh, has already put him in the Texas High School Football Coaches uh, Hall of Fame. All right, man, I hate to say goodbye. There's a lot of stuff breaking, but we have to. Aaron says I have to say goodnight. So good night, and we'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big